Hello, welcome to episode 5 of For My Friends in History 2301. This episode I'm actually interviewing Dr. Scribble, is what I put in my notes. Okay, take it. Yes. You're not the first person who's called me Scribble. <laughs> I always try to address my emails, Dr. Scribb. Yeah, I've noticed I that. Think <laughs> I think it's, I'm like, she's different, Scrib. she's quirky. <laughs> okay, so for this episode I actually wanted to touch on... Um, <clears throat> I'm actually a social studies major, oh. and so I'm going to teach one day. I want to teach a push okay. specifically, so this class was completely up my alley. Great. Um, and I wanted to touch on a major thing I've learned in all of my education classes is censorship, mm-hmm. especially within history, mm-hmm. and especially revolving around people of color. Um, my amazing Education 1300 professor, Dr. Anderson, she really drived home... Like, there was a day where I would... Oh, there's a copy of The Last Mohicans over there that I just spotted. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've tried to read that, like, 20 times, and I can't yeah. get through it, so... Mm. But um, I was talking to Dr. Anderson about um, Mansa Musa, mm-hmm. and she was just so blown away that you were actually teaching me. Oh, good. Yeah. In a college class, she did not expect me to learn that. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to touch on... I wanted to have a little bit of a not-serious moment. Okay. And talk about, um, I want to do some rapid-fire questions. Great. Okay. And I'm only going to give us a minute to do these. Okay. So you have to give me the shortest and smallest answer possible. Perfect. Okay. Question one. Who's your favorite music artist? Inya. Mm. So I love Inya. I like the type of her music. Mm-hmm. And it's flowing. And when I was a kid, I was embarrassed I liked Inya. Because mm. I thought my friends would make fun of me. So I hid my Inya CDs. That's and then when I was like 18, I was like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? I don't care what people think. I like Inya. Big deal. There you go. He's proud. Inya. Yep. Inya lover and proud. I used to have said Coldplay, but they... Oh, no. That's you know, so embarrassing. I, I liked them when they first came out. They used to be legit. Yeah. And now... Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't tell people you like Coldplay. No, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite book? And you can't say your own. No. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, probably Lord of... The Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, that's it's a cool. good. It's a good. Or I love the fourth Harry Potter book, mm. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, um, it's my favorite movie. One of those two, pretty basic, mm-hmm. nothing too deep. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I have lots of favorite books. Yeah. What's the problem? Do you like the Lakers? I like Kobe. Mm. I got this when I was a kid, and when Kobe died. I had multiple people call me who I hadn't talked to in years because they were like, are you okay? <laughs> and so I brought this as a, as a memento for Kobe. Mm-hmm. Good. That's fun. Um, what else? Not a know? great guy, but he's a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite things to teach in history? The Enlightenment. Um, yeah. I love the Enlightenment because... George Bill. <laughs> it's just what I said. <laughs> no, not, not the religious it. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like all like the social aspects of the Enlightenment, so I teach an upper division class on the Enlightenment because basically anything you're interested in, you can trace back to the Enlightenment. Yeah. It's the idea of like what we consider modern today mm-hmm. started in the 18th century. And so I love teaching that because I can go over everything, like race, gender, mm-hmm. class, anything. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. It was there. I don't think I've ever mentioned this. I have a gender studies minor. Oh, nice. And so all aspects of like any of the class and anything, I just completely eat up. Yeah. Which you well, had like one lecture on feminism. Though, yeah, I wish I could have more, but... Yeah, I was about to say, I have some notes about that at the end. Anyway. It's not my expert role. Well, mm-hmm. It's not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I try to touch on it, and I, 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 need to, I need to do some more of that lecture. 
So it's a, it's a work in progress. Yeah. It's just not and my okay. it's not my gig. Like yeah, not how like Native Americans like uh-huh. that kind of yeah. I study and like something that I study a lot too at mm-hmm. this project I'm working on this book I'm working on right now is like gender, but as far as like expectations of masculinity in the 18th oh, century, yeah. like how men are expected to be these basically automatons, mm-hmm. these military, but they're like depressed and sad and yeah. like shooting themselves and stuff mm-hmm. and that's like something to talk about much in the yeah. soldiers so have you talked to hillary anderson that's my advisor oh love yeah hillary's great um i'm actually taking her queer american history i would like to take that class it's gonna be amazing that that class and then i'm also taking which this doesn't really pertain to anything i just want to flex um it's the gender and sexuality of early east asia oh that'll be interesting. yeah i'm really Is that excited smith yes yeah so mm-hmm. You're gonna have a, that's a murderer's row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have you had Smith before? Mm-mm. You'll like I'm excited. It's one of my best friends in the department. Um, anywho, so what's your favorite thing to teach? Um, what do you think is most important to teach? <laughs> Silly questions. What do you no, think is most um, important? The most important thing for me to teach is to teach students how to develop their own opinion oh. on a topic. Mm-hmm. So you've heard me say this a lot in this class. Like it's not it's not just about teaching early American history. It's about like having the tools that you can approach information mm-hmm. and understand it, mm-hmm. and have like this toolbox to like break it down. Uh, yeah, Because yeah. I mean, not everyone. I mean, there are all kinds of different viewpoints in that mm-hmm. class, and it's not my job to like tell you what to think. Mm-hmm. It's to give you the tools and the information. But other than that, like in early American history, I really like, of course, talking about Native American peoples because oh, yeah. I think they're overlooked too much. Oh, still. absolutely. Um, so I, I like talking about things like, oh, like Cahokia. Why don't we ever hear about this? So that's some, and something I'm learning more and more about myself. So. Yeah, especially within this part of the United States. Yes. Where a lot of this history is so overlooked. Yes. Um, like my major, <clears throat> which um, I've talked about this a few times. I'm doing a major research project for one of my classes. And it has to do with um, Native Americans. It's a Native American gang that was actually mm. active in Arkansas. Interesting. And, yeah, the whole thing is talking about um, specifically how well, my paper specific is over um, newspapers and the representation of this gang mm-hmm. across the nation. Hence, and, you wanted the Cherokee, mm-hmm. yes, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just um, it's something that's not. It's not addressed at all, especially I was I raised in um, Northeast Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Literally, never talked about Native Americans in any of my so, history classes. There are so many tribes up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. around here, we're living on native ground right now. And, like, oh, it's everywhere around us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have right here. I'll show you later, but I'll show you after. It's all these Native mm-hmm. American like artifacts yeah. in here, like that's cool, like arrowheads and stuff. I'll show mm-hmm. you later because you can just find them everywhere. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't dig them up from some grave or something. <laughs> he dug them up with yeah. his hands. Yeah, I found them. Well, I didn't find them. Someone else found them. But okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, getting into censorship, um, I wanted to talk about, have you heard anything about the Conway School Board? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. About how they're banning a lot of... Zach Smith was at the mm-hmm. meeting. Mm-hmm. See, that, so was Dr. Anderson. Yeah. Um, um, I wanted to get a few takes, a few of your takes, because mm-hmm. you are... Um, I, whenever I do a class, I would like to model it after how your class is set up. At first, it really pissed me off (laughs) that you didn't have, like, notes on the board. Does that make sense? Uh You just have the points. Yeah. But I have learned that I 
if I can recall that information mm -hmm. while you're talking and put it on the paper, I'm going to remember it. Yeah. I have probably studied for one of your tests. Well, that, because I, because you I, can come, yeah. I'm well, so invested. I, I used to, I need to do this, I used, it, my Blackboard show got messed up, but I have outlines for each of my lectures mm -hmm. that I can upload to Blackboard so then mm -hmm. students can bring those in. Yeah. I need to put those back up. Yeah. But I, that's my thing is like people are like, well, are you going to upload the PowerPoints? I'm like, they're not going to do you much mm -hmm. good if you weren't yeah. there. Yeah. Because it's just kind of, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Um, so my first question pertaining to censorship, um, what do you think about censorship in history classes? Do you think, yeah, do you <laughs> think, because the main, the main point everyone wants to bring up is that we don't, we shouldn't expose kids to this at an early age. What do you think about that? My thing that I always say is what's left out of history is often more important than what's included. Like you have to understand like... Mm -hmm what people are, are not including is mm -hmm. intentional a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's silly to not... I I didn't learn about what happened to Native American peoples until I was in, like, 10th grade, mm -hmm. 11th grade. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it was college. Yeah. It's just... And so I think kids are... I mean, they're ready. For, they can handle it. They need to know it. It, it. History should be upsetting. Our modern world's upsetting. Look around us. It's not like the... There's some good old days or something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There were no good old days. Like I always say, the two things yeah. I always learn in history is people have always sucked, and there were no good <laughs> yep. old days. Yeah, um, there are. Yeah, that's another um, thing I brought up with the. Or I didn't bring it up in the podcast, but I was thinking about it when I was watching the Patriot. Um, was um, oh, there's Abigail Adams. I was gonna order that book last night too. Yeah, by Woody, Woody Holton. Yeah, mm -hmm. specifically because of the Barbara Streisand comment. <laughs> Yes. But um, with the, you can see this division even within the Patriot mm -hmm. between the North and the South. Yes. Like it's, it's never, there's never been good old days. No. Like they're talking about. No. Yeah. We, but it's like, we want to project this idea of these like, we've, we're built on these bedrock foundations of liberty and democracy. Well, no, we're not. Mm -hmm. If you go back, I mean like. Go back to the revolution. They're talking about these ideas of liberty. They they, mm -hmm. they don't even really know what they're talking about, and different groups are just using it for their own purposes. Yeah. And like, it's always been this really vague, contradictory term. And so it's not like trying to crap on American history. It's just saying like, mm -hmm. it's not some <coughs> perfect thing. It's really complicated. And if yeah, I always another thing. I mean, we we've done incredible things in our short period, but that incredible is always good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. So we've done some really bad things and some good things, but yeah. But I don't think, I don't like this idea of censorship, and I think it's just because they're scared, it's, mm -hmm. it's that people are just like scared of how it might make them look. Or That's what in, um, when I went back, I went back and read the minutes, mm -hmm. and um, their main point was they um, didn't want some kids to feel bad. Mm -hmm. They were like, we don't want these kids to feel bad for stuff that has happened in the past. And what do you... Well, that's what they're trying to do. Well, it's like the same thing, like, when they're like, the abolitionists, you're, you know, you're, you're making America look bad. And then, mm -hmm. you know, it's the same. It's like, well, we don't want white kids to feel bad about, yeah. like, but that's yeah. not what they're trying to do. They're saying, like, hey, these bad things happened. Mm -hmm. Let's look around us. This is why the world is like this right now. Mm -hmm. This is why, you know, young black men have like a 90% mm -hmm. 
higher chance of being incarcerated than young white. Yeah. Or something like, it's not that high, but it's like, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So. Um, which I did a total deep dive after class the other day about the Louisiana State Penitentiary. Yeah. Is it? It's, um, yeah, what's it called? Um, it has uh, some, it's Louisiana. Hold on, let me look it up. some nickname. It's called... Louisiana... It's bad. It's the state penitentiary, but it's called... I know exactly what you're talking about. There is a nickname. But it's named after a plantation. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yes. Angola. Angola. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, the... I'm pretty... Oh, there's also a documentary about it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. But yes, it's called Angola because Mm -hmm. of the... um, There was a plantation. You should look up this book... um, by a guy named, last name is Blackman, M-O-N, not M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Um, he's called Slavery by Another Name. Um, it's all about this modern day, the, the rise of mm-hmm. modern incarceration in America. It's bad. It's mm-hmm. not good. I, um, I actually work at a bookstore, and so mm-hmm. I've definitely seen this before. Have you read, this is completely out of the blue, have you read The Body Keeps the Score? No. I think... It has a lot to do with, the first bit of it has a lot to do with um, PTSD with, like, Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. That just made me think about that. No, I mean, I'm dealing with all that right now. I mean, I just wrote a chapter in this book about depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. homesickness, and suicide among revolutionary American soldiers. And it's Mm -hmm. weird because there's been a lot of research on how soldiers dealt with this in the Civil War. Mm -hmm. It goes back to this idea, like, we want to see the American Revolution as this, like, glorious thing. How Mm -hmm. dare we look at them, like... It's like this largely bloodless affair in our memory, and it wasn't yeah. the case. Yeah. Okay, so my next question about censorship is, um, how do you think that censorship within schools plays in our current society? I mean, I think it, it becomes very political. I mm-hmm. think it, it really depends on, <laughs> unfortunately, I try to get, but, you know, if you look at Republican states versus Democratic states, mm-hmm. you see a clear divide there. Um, urban versus rural to some yep. extent. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, of course, individual teachers can kind of push against that. But with this Conway thing, it's, I said when this happened, like, if I was a high school t- history teacher, I'd just quit. Mm-hmm. If they were trying to say that kind of stuff to me, I'd just like, I can't do my job then. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I joke, but I'm not really joking that, like, my class has been critical race theory. Mm-hmm. If you, <laughs> what? <laughs> and so it's, it's getting this, like, and, like, my, my father-in-law, he thinks he's against all, he's, you know, he thinks he's against critical race theory and stuff. Mm, but yeah. I'll talks with him about history and I'll tell him this stuff. He's like, oh, I didn't know. And then he's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's important to know. I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. And the other day, I was, not the other day, like a year ago, I was telling him, he's like, man, America, we kind of suck sometimes. I was like. <laughs> man. Yep. So. It's like people get so freaked out about this idea of critical race theory and we're indoctrinating our children, but then I feel like if you actually just, if they were just to sit down and listen to lectures, they'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially, um, I obviously am not a religious person of the emails yeah. I've sent you. Um, I, but I went to church this last Sunday to watch my old man best friend. His name's Bob. Nice. I watched him in the choir. Nice. And, Good you. Okay. Um, this pastor specifically kept bringing up, he was like, oh, I'm a big history nerd. And I was like, I'm about to read this man to film. Yeah, yes. I'm about to. Uh, I love that. Well, yeah. He 
read Bill O'Reilly's yeah. books. He was like, in this podcast, in this blah, 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 he was like, he was just going on and on, and he was like, but we all know Thomas Jefferson was always right. And I oh, was like, no. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. Oh, God. I was like, I know exactly that's where you other, stand. Yeah, that's yep. the other thing. It's like exactly great men in history. And yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dad mm-hmm. got me. And it's like those kinds of people that you know, you're like, but are you really... Yeah. Are you really grasping the full effect? No. I hit it somewhere. I don't know. I have some... I have my... Oh, here it is. Like... Anyway, I think I have an Andrew Jackson book somewhere in my jacket. Oh, dear. I don't know where it went. I'm going to throw it away. Okay, anyway. As you should. Yeah, it's not mine. Okay. Well, that is all I have for, like, a serious discussion. Okay. I know I had, like, a class wrap-up for us to do. Okay. Great. Um, Shoot. First of all, I wanted to say I'm so glad to see someone else as excited and passionate about Native Americans as I am. Especially because I'm new to the club. Yes. Um, this Join. Is a, yeah. My uh, best friend and roommate um, is a... She's an environmental science major. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so me and her have this bond with Native Americans where we both... Like, this is my like niche mm-hmm. history um, favorite thing. And then that's her like niche environmental science. Yeah. Like, all the Native American contributions to the environment and yes. how important it was to them. But um, very excited about that. Good. There, I mean, there are a lot more classes and books and things you can read. And I would mm-hmm. encourage you. My wife and I love getting out in the natural world around mm-hmm. Arkansas. It's so beautiful. But, yeah. like, when we go now, I try to imagine, like, all right, we're on Native. Like, where would they have? I wonder where their mm-hmm. villages would have been and their cities. And, like, anyway, it's something <laughs> I like to think about. He's so. out there plotting the map. Yeah, I really am. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, just, like, places we climb climb mountains and stuff, like, I wonder what the first people is, like, why, how, anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did have, um, two more questions. Great. Who is your favorite United States president? I will judge you based off this. Obama? I'm gonna give... Honestly, the, that's probably the best answer yeah, you could give. um, but I will say, history will judge him for some things. Yeah. Um, what happened with the Flint, Michigan water mm-hmm. crisis and how many bombs he dropped with drones in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to come to terms with that, mm-hmm. but um, I think it was a great step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I like William Taft. I'm, see, here's my thing. You'll never guess why. <laughs> why are you like William Taft? <laughs> because he got stuck in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, I knew about mm-hmm. that. Here's my thing. Didn't you say that didn't happen? I didn't say that. Someone has told me that they were like, that didn't really happen. I'm not and really I to believe it. an American historian. Oh, I'm a British yeah. historian. Mm-hmm. So once America happens, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. Like, ugh. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say like Obama. Um, yeah, they all, most yeah. of them suck. Yeah. For so one reason or another. Like, history's going to judge all of us. Yeah. And so, um, Washington was fine. He's an athlete. Well, you know my take on Washington. Well, you know my take on Washington. Yeah, so I make people mad with my take on Washington. No, I mean, I- uh, Lincoln's an easy answer. Yeah. He, they're all complicated, so I, I'm just going to go with Obama. I think Obama's a pretty decent guy. Do you know people think that Abraham Lincoln was gay? I heard that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I, th- I talk about this in class. Men interact with yeah. each other differently back mm-hmm. then. 
So this guy, Richard Godbeer, a historian who actually teaches at University of Kansas right now, um, but uh, he wrote a book all about this. It's called like mm-hmm. Bonds of Brotherhood or something about how like mm-hmm. men in the 19th century, they like, they, they didn't act, like the ideas of sexuality are yeah. f- more fluid. So mm-hmm. maybe it was. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It makes you think when, when do you think that the, that became like controversial? That, that's a great question. Because mm-hmm. um, now we have like this, like people talking like alphas and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrew Tate, all the good <sighs> the ones. The alpha stuff mm-hmm. is like, breaks my brain. Um, yeah. That's a, I mean, but I think we're going back. Mm-hmm. I think we're pushing back into like mm-hmm. this toxic masculinity and stuff now pretty oh, yeah. well. Um, so I think we're entering, we're going back more of that kind of, 19th century, like, mm-hmm. acceptance. But I don't know. I, I would say probably in, like, post-World War Two. Yeah. You have, like, this, like... The housewives. Yeah, and this, like, make men coming yeah. back from the war. Yeah. Have you ever um, seen the movie Tree of Life? No, um... It's a Terrence Malick film. Brad Pitt's in it. It's about this. Like, he's, like, supposed to be this, like, masculine guy, but he's kind of... Mm-hmm. You've seen ever seen the movie A Single Man? Mm-mm. By Tom Ford, a fashion designer. Um, mm. it's, it's, that sounds good. I'll look it's it up. really good. Um, it's got a. I can't think of names. What's his name? What's his name? It's about a gay man in the 1950s America, mm-hmm. and it's, he's trying to navigate things. But mm-hmm. it deals a lot with like ideas like masculinity. Mm-hmm. But I think I would definitely say like 40s, 50s is kind mm-hmm. of when we had our modern ideas of like masculinity coming about mm-hmm. post-World War II, the rise of yeah. consumerism, yeah. the family mm-hmm. unit. I was also thinking more of, like, the American West. That's like, a lot there, yeah. too. But here's the thing. Where that's, like, ma. But, like, those men, like, the cowboys and stuff are, like, mm-hmm. black yeah. and uh, Mexican. They weren't yeah. these, these so we projected these ideas of white masculinity back on that time. Yeah. Larging the 40s and 50s, like mm-hmm. John Wayne, and like mm-hmm. this idea of the mm-hmm. American, real American man, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, and then we've upended that a lot with like, movies like Brokeback Mountain and Power mm-hmm. of the Dog. Which that's actually, I'm going to stop you there, because that's what my, is the one before. Uh, yeah. That one, episode four. Okay. Of this podcast is actually I've titled it um, "I Try So Hard to Be a Proud Southerner." Okay. And it's about um, I bring up at like different aspects of the American West because that's like my. If I wasn't a colonial American, this mm-hmm. British, I do American West. I absolutely. I'm really West. interested in that. Yeah. And that's something I bring up a lot in that is um, specifically like queer mm-hmm. Southernism. That's something I find so interesting. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for you to listen to that one because... I'm excited too. Bread and butter, my all-time favorite. And then uh, my last question is, what would you like to incorporate more into this class? I want to have more on women. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I need to think more about. I, I mentioned, what was I talking? I mentioned that I needed to include... Oh, I want to include Native Americans in the Civil War more. Mm, yeah. I want to bring that more in. Yeah. Bring in that through line. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I'm probably like queer history more, mm-hmm. but it's just hard to like. Yeah. So much of it's been suppressed so much mm-hmm. in terms of censorship. Yeah. Um, 
But those are three things. I, I, I just want to make it more and more inclusive so it, it helps push back. Because if you've done, a, you know, this, this idea of, like, America, the story of us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, yeah. my whole class is a counter, it's a foil to mm-hmm. that episode I showed. It's a foil to, um, you know, that stupid elbow room mm-hmm. schoolhouse rock, you know. So I want to just bring a diverse, a more diverse. So I need to, go, I'm going to work on that more but that's my big thing mm-hmm. uh, less war stuff yeah less I don't war care stuff. about military mm-hmm. crap mm-hmm. like I'm interested in like what war does to people like yeah. what the experience of war like emotions and stuff mm-hmm. but I don't care about like battleground tactics mm-hmm. and yeah and that's something I've learned recently is that um, I absolutely hate learning about war yeah, as a history not... major um, I'm in a world history 2 class and a lot of it has been just World War One, mm-hmm. World War Two. We actually read um, All Quiet on the Western Front, yeah. in which I've never... I've never read that. Is it good? You have okay. to read it. Because okay, it. it's like... But I don't really want to read it because I'm like, I don't care about this war stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. But it's like, oh, it's called the greatest war novel of all time. I know. And it's because it's like... It, it humanized the war for me. It okay. wasn't like something I was learning on a presentation anymore. It was, it was like... I could see this man in the trenches. Yeah. Like, oh. I heard his thoughts. Like, I understood. And it kind of, which I'm not a very patriotic person. And I'm, I'm not either. a very, like, I'm not a very, like, eh, yeah. support the veterans kind of person. But, like, that has made me completely change that aspect I'm, of my. I'm life. not, like, one of those big, like, thank you for your service yeah. people to the veterans. But I am all about, like, taking care of. Yes. Our, veterans yeah, absolutely i've taught said this multiple times in class like mm-hmm. we're great in america about like training people to go kill people mm-hmm. and then take care of them then and then like once they're dead we'll take yeah. care of them but it's mm-hmm. that time and after they get out would, and yeah you would love the body keeps the score okay. because it's told by the author is the actual scientist who came up with the concept of ptsd oh yeah it's super interesting yeah look at this it's Ooh. very very good um i really like it there's another point I was going to make, but I don't remember what it was. I got squirrel brain. Well, this, the, the war thing's interesting to bring uh-huh. up because so many people who are history majors like, oh, the Civil War, World War Two, Or like, mm-hmm. I want to do Greek history, Roman. I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, I just was never, I didn't take, I'm, I'm not into like, mm-hmm. I only know different battles now in the American Revolution because I have to, to like, because I've looked at like, oh, mm-hmm. these people like all died in this battle because of heat. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they were like, there's all this horrible bloodshed, but, like, when I'm doing my research, like, this, I'm writing a book about the American Revolution. I don't mm-hmm. talk about battles at all. Yeah. I don't know what kind of guns they were carrying. Mm-hmm. I don't care. See, like, that's my favorite kind of war novel. But yeah. it doesn't talk about the battles. It's not about that. Well, most yeah. of the war, experience of war isn't, you're not battling. You're, like, mm-hmm. suffering. You're bored. You're scared. You're yeah. puking. You're, you know, you're sick. Oh, you would you have to read all quiet on the western okay. front. It's so good. That's a hell war, World War One. I. I don't yeah. even, have you seen was it nineteen eighteen? It's about World it just came out like a couple of years ago oh. about World War One. It's brutal. It's a very harrowing film. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Have you seen Dunkirk with Harry Styles? Oh yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Get Harry out of here. Styles. I can't. You mean help with it. Um, Tom Hardy? <laughs> Come on. That's a great I I love or like I have to think a lot about how I'm going to organize things with like an article or a book. Mm-hmm. What he does in that film with the minutes, day, hours, days, and it's like one hour, one day, mm-hmm. one week. Those mm-hmm. are the three. So cool. That is really cool. 
anyway, well, thank you so oh, much. My thank final you. thought was the only final thought I had was is I loved the cowboy lecture. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I should come in and then I should explain all about my research project because it takes up so much of my time. <laughs> that next time you do the cowboy lecture, let me know. Okay. I'll come in and give my 10 minutes. I'd love that. I would welcome that. That was a joke. I cannot speak in front of people <laughs> and say my laugh. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. Perfect. I appreciate Thank it. Thank mm -hmm. you so much.